Welcome to a terrible football show. Hopefully you're having a phenomenal day today. It's episode 49, almost 50 episodes of this show. That's wild. That is absolutely insane. Normally with like Animan Plus and Game Setic, we've always done like some sort of special for episode 50 and like 100, but ATFS is just different. You know, we have business as usual. We got football to talk about. We don't have time for special stuff. We have football to talk about. But hey, you know, it is a pretty big celebration. I feel like next week when we get to episode 50, a massive milestone for any podcast out there. Most podcasts don't end up making it past 10 episodes. That's a fact. We're going to talk about bowl games, man. Next week, Bowl Mania. We're going to go over all the bowl games. It's going to be great. And joining with me, I have Jacob and Ricky. Still no Shane. Shane had something pop up last week, and he had something very spicy pop up this week. He should be back next week talking some bowl games with us. But, boys, how we doing? How we feeling? Shane, this date better have been worth it, man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Just calling him out on it. I'm just kidding, Shane. I hope you have a good time tonight. I really do. Uh, look forward to seeing you whatever, whenever you get to get, get to come back again. And, and boys, it's been a gloomy couple of days. I've been looking forward to this all day. It's just good. It's just this is this is my safe haven of just letting stuff out whenever it happens. Like the rapist, for example, of coming out. And you know, I'm just right out of the gates with, with this. We, we, let me tell you something about the rapist people. As much Deshaun as I have him, that's who he's talking about. When the and, and it's just ironic that he plays for a team called the Browns, if you get my drift. So, um, and so I will just put it to you much this way, guys. When the rapist does, you know, get back on track, if he ever does get back on track, the Browns might actually be, you know, a team to actually look out for in the near future. He does look better than Russell Wilson right now, and Russell Wilson has been playing all season. Yeah, dude, things are things are going on over over in Denver right now, and uh, it, it raises a lot of questions. Like I've seen a lot of chatter and a lot of talk on, you know, if you know if, if they should already get rid of Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, there's a lot of questions, and we we may dive into some of that here today because I mean Russell has just not looked like what he everyone thought he was going to potentially look like coming in this year. But uh, man, it's it has been a time, and you're and 100 right on the gloominess. It's been a very gloomy few days. Uh, shit, very, very gloomy and just humid. It's just gross out. Jacob, what about you? How are you feeling today? I, I'm, I'm the same, pretty much. This is gloominess has got me, like, really tired for some reason. But good news, I got all my deer meat from the two deer that I shot this, this week. Ooh, well, that's awesome. Okay, my okay. Entire, my entire freezer's filled. I can't fill any, anything else. I had to give meat to my mom, to my grandparents, to my dad, everybody. But... Yeah, I, you know, with the, the whole Deshaun Watson thing, I I, I don't think it's going to work out for them. I, I really don't. Big I mean, ass contract they're going to eat. <laughs> that's their own fault, yeah. to be honest. They're going to pay man, for that. I don't know why. Okay, I get why you would switch from Jacoby Brissett, but the man just came off of a win and you're, you benched him. He's probably not going to play the rest of the season. He's probably going to end up somewhere else next year. Unfortunate. Yeah, it is. The Browns are Browns are going to be paying for that one for many years to come. And it's like, not only are they going to be paying for it, every other NFL team around the league is just shaking their fist at him. It's like, yeah, thanks for fucking the entire market. You know, thanks for screwing everything up for us for a guy who doesn't even deserve the money. So appreciate that, Cleveland, because you just made life harder for everyone else. Well, except for the quarterbacks, of course, you made their life great. 
but you made life harder for everyone else, you know, trying to retain these guys. Uh, we also, just some shout-outs here. Of course, we do have uh, Chad in chat here. Want to chat about some Ohio State, Georgia. Chad, I do see you over in Discord. Give me a minute, and we can uh, we can pull you up. And you and you and Jacob can go to blows on this and, and just kind of have a conversation, a very friendly, oh. a very friendly conversation. And let's just ha- let's have a good, yeah, let's, let's, very oh, friendly conversation. No. And let's have a good time. We also have Steve in chat. Steve, if you say it's lovely outside one more time, and I know you've only said it once, but if you say it one more time, I will time you out. So you better watch it, mister. You're on thin ice with me right now because it's gross. Uh, and, of course, we have Tyler in chat. Tyler, how are you? How are you doing, my friend? Uh, Steve also wants some deer meat. So, you know, maybe hook him up. <laughs> hey, I can send it. Amazon yeah. delivers that type of stuff. Ooh, there you go. <laughs> I'm timing you out. That's it. You're done, man. Where's my where's my, where's my thing out? Let's see. Put user in timeout. No, I'm not going to do that to Steve. I'm not going to do that to Steve. Steve's a good guy. I appreciate him being here. Uh, he also stopped by for GameSetic live stream here recently. And uh, in true Steve fashion, Ricky, what he does to you every single week almost, he did the same thing to John, and it was hysterical. He really got John going. And uh, Steve just put in chat, he's like, John, welcome to me in chat. <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, John, man, he does the same thing to Ricky on Tuesdays. He, does the exact, he finds something that will, that will irk you, and he just – point you know just digs at it just digs at it man oh dude it's great uh but we do have a lot to talk about today you know college football playoffs are officially set like you know already kind of alluded to we do have our guy chad here who is in the guest queue in our discord and you could be as well if you join the discord you can come in and chat with us we'll pull you up chat with a few minutes about whatever you want to talk about whatever's on your mind so we'll get to him here in a few minutes he said give me a minute he's on until he gets home so he's on his way home we'll pull him up have a little have a, go to blows here go to blows here georgia and ohio state big game here in the near future but yeah college football playoffs is set the heisman finals is set and definitely t- chat about that uh, and we did get the official confirmation news um that you know college football playoffs going to 12 teams is that was it 24 or 25 season i think is what it was 24. Or 20, yep. okay. that's a big deal that's a big deal you know we, we've been waiting for this right you know we, we've been waiting for this for quite some time and it's finally going down and it just really raised the questions of, like, you know, like we looking at uh, how, how teams look for the rankings like this year, just all the teams that would be making to the playoffs right now and just how much this would go. I mean, you got Washington, Penn State, USC, Kansas State, Utah, Clemson, Tennessee, Alabama, and then, of course, the four that we know that are currently in there, which comes down to Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and Ohio State. What a weekend of football with some upsets. Utah beating down USC was not close in that regard. And uh, Kansas State getting a pretty narrow victory against a very good TCU team. And with that, I, 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 felt, I personally felt pretty good TCU was going to stay where they were at three. But that USC beatdown, it really opened the door for Ohio State getting back in there. How you feeling, Jacob, with Ohio State being back into the playoffs? And, Tyler, we will not talk about the FIFA World Cup. Sorry. I had faith. I had faith. I was uh, on the, the run your pull. I was the only person you were. to pick Utah. You were. Uh, That's correct. You know, you just you just have to have faith in your team. And I had faith that my uh, step team <laughs> uh, beat the shit out of the Trojans. Yep. Utah. But didn't you that, say, didn't you, say you were also yeah, a Purdue yeah. fan the other day? Yeah, he was a Purdue fan. He was a Utah fan. Was, he was all <laughs> over the place. He was just hoping for any way to get back into the playoffs. <laughs> here's a, I was here, I was close though. I was close to uh, correctly predicting every upset in the top four. Here is where I'm going to call you out on, my friend. You didn't have the kahunas to pick Purdue to beat Michigan. I will call you out on that. Because on yeah, the I, I, 
I did you change it. Mitch, you changed it. You, you said on the show so Purdue. Shit. <laughs> you said on the show, I'm going to pick Purdue. And you he picked changed Mitch. It. Come I, on, no, man. no, I did pick Purdue, but it was, I think on like, I think it was Thursday evening. I had a real sit down and I was looking at the run your pool to see what I could do in order to try to catch up to you. Mm. And I, I couldn't just let that go to the way. I, I had to I had to pick Michigan. Mm. Well, at least it at is least, what it is. At least you it got it for it Utah. Is. At least you got it for Utah. Hey, that Mich- is true. Purdue gave the Michigan one hell of a fight in the first half. You know, they, they just did. like any other team in the first half has. No, like that that was that was that was kind of running a little, I mean, little close there. It- even Indianapolis, the Indianapolis Colts gave the Cowboys a run in the first half. And then that fourth quarter happened. And it was 19 <laughs> in the end. Hey, shout out to Scorigami. First time in history to get that score. <laughs> I feel bad for that. I felt so bad. Ooh. Like, I, I felt so guilty. Like, I just witnessed a murder happen. Yeah, it really was. Because, I mean, that fourth quarter, just something happened. Just something happened. And Dallas was like, okay, let's just go ahead and murder these guys. Let's go ahead and just completely <laughs> bury them six feet deep. Oof! How about both? Bo, you know, but you guys are both on top of the world with that one right now. You know. Uh, oh, absolutely. When do you guys play Philly? Because that's obviously your next big, really your most notable matchup. When? What is the next play, uh, game with that one? Ricky, we cannot hear you. I think it's the last week of the season, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. No, it's right. the twenty fourth this month mm. really no it's coming soon are you guys nervous about that game no no okay all right confidence I like we, have a, it. We, we have a bye week this coming week anyway so it's fine i also I thought saw... we already had our bye week yeah but we have another one coming up we, pu- we play the texans oh, okay. oh i mean fair <laughs> that's fair yeah uh, I also saw where, um, you know, the Cowboys are a little concerned with uh, the Odell Beckham thing because apparently his injury, he may not be able to come back on the field till like mid-January. So kind of holding off on uh, potentially signing him there for the Cowboys. But I, I, didn't, I don't think he should be back this year anyway. I thought he should wait till next year anyways. Yeah. What did yeah, our receiving core is fine right now, honestly. After, especially after that Colts game, they just proved that now that Michael Gallup's back in the lineup, mm-hmm. it's pr- it's productive. Right. Also, just really unfortunate, you know, going back to it, just the timing of Odell's injury in the Super Bowl. Just that kind of injury, just worst possible timing in the world. Man, uh, let's see. Davis is there is better than Houston. Uh, Davis, Davis, uh, long neck mills, man. He is, uh, he is not a superstar. I hate to break it to you. And uh, I feel like we're seeing that. I feel like we're seeing that. Just like we're also going to be seeing that Lovey Smith's going to unfortunately be fired after one year, like I said many months ago. Hate to see it, but I saw the writing on the wall, man. I saw the writing on the wall. Um, let's get back to some college talk here though. Uh, cause I was actually kind of curious on, on just, uh, kind of opening up a conversation here, uh, with the Heisman man. Cause I got to say like last year, Heisman felt empty to me this year. The Heisman feels unbelievably empty to me. Like it just feels like a joke of the war at this point. And I was kind of curious on you guys' take on the, uh, on the four finalists, how much they fuck it up, how much they get it right. Just kind of general thoughts on this. Cause I mean, I, I, I just, it really, really irks me to an extreme degree that we have situations of very, very late in the season injuries, and that automatically makes them disqualified. I, I just, I, I just think that's that, that that's stupid to me. You know, like I, again, I've said it before. If it was, if, if injuries took place, like you know, 
week five, week six, week, whatever. But, I mean, I feel like we should have, like, a percentage in place where you play a certain percentage amount of your, your team's games or whatever the case is. You know, you even if you get hurt second or in, you know, like Blake's case, last game of the season, I still feel like you should, you know, be at least a Heisman candidate because it's like, you know, in Hendon's case and Blake's case, you get hurt and you're done. And it's just stupid to me. I, I I think I think it's stupid because of how late they got hurt. And now we have the Heisman candidates that we do, and Caleb Williams is probably going to be the guy to win it. I just don't feel like he's – I don't feel like he is what the Heisman represents, you know what I mean, for this season. At least that's my opinion. What's you guys' take on the Heisman and, and now that we have our finalists? I think they got three out of four correct. Okay. I think they got Stetson Bennett correct. They got Max Duggan correct. And they got C.J. Stroud correct. Correct. Uh, if if it was up to me, Caleb Williams would be out, and I'd put Blake Corb in there. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with your last statement for sure. But here's the one thing we have to really remember about Caleb Williams, and as much as I hate Lincoln Riley, I can't stand that dude. One thing we have to remember is that this USC team, this program was almost at rock bottom last season, and for him to come into a new program and to be able to do what he has done, the only thing that's not impressive is that he's done it with, like like, like I said even co- uh, last week, whenever I was arguing that Ohio State should be in the top four regardless of, of USC's trend, of their, their one loss or whatever it is. Their schedule has not been very tough. They have not, he has not fought a gauntlet schedule. Uh, sort of, I mean, even, even compared to Ohio State, and I know Ohio State hasn't really had that much of a gauntlet schedule, but it's way higher than what the gauntlet schedule that, that Caleb Williams has had. And then um, let me look here. Uh, of course, Stetson Bennett, I, I think one of the things, one of the reasons I would even consider Stetson Bennett to get it is because everyone counts him out. Like, it's almost like, okay, you have Stetson Bennett. Kind of like how Bama had A.J. McCarron a few years back. Uh, who was who was the other one that I'm thinking of that, that's off the top of my head? Uh uh, Greg McElroy, it, he's almost kind of like that type of a quarterback. Uh, you just don't expect him to do anything, but yet we've seen him this year, and he has he has been able to dig Georgia out of some of the holes that they should have been dug in to begin with. But if I, but when I look at Max Dugan, I I look besides Georgia and the SEC gauntlet because let's face it, the SEC gauntlet is, is is totally different than what it used to be. But when you look at the gauntlet Max Dugan has faced this season. How many ranked teams has TCU faced this year? Mm-hmm. And then you also look at TCU last year. TCU was in a way worse situation than what USC was. And look where they're at right now. Right. They're in the college football playoff. Max Dugan is my Heisman Trophy winner this year. I will agree with that. Are you guys like locking in for sure? Like that, like that is the guy you want to win the Heisman or you think is going to win the Heisman? Both. Mm, okay, okay. I'm gonna, I don't, I'm gonna say want to, and if I'm hoping the Heisman committee gets this right. But here's the thing, guys. I have, I haven't had faith in the Heisman committee for many, many years. Because there have been times I'm like, I don't know about that. I think you got that one wrong. But I don't have faith in this Heisman committee. I never, I just don't. I think they're, I think they're gonna go for Caleb Williams. I, I just do. And let's face it, he has the favor, and I'm. That's all I'm gonna say on that. Okay. Uh, so Chad seems to be ready to come up into chat and uh, we can go blow, blow to blow Ohio State and Georgia. Before we do, last I cannot l- wait to hear this. L- last, last question on the Heisman here for you boys. If Hendon and Blake never got hurt, who are your four going to the Heisman, uh, Heisman show? Do you still include Stroud, Hendon? Stroud, Dugan, uh, Corm, and Hender- uh, Henderson. 
Yeah. Hooker. Yeah. Hinden, yeah. Hendon Hooker. Okay. Yeah. Hendon Hooker would have been my would have been my winner. I, I just I if you just look at the stats all the way around, I know we can't compare. I know we can't necessarily yeah. go back to last season, but if you were to compare the two seasons, he's been consistently the best quarterback for the last couple of years. You could also argue C.J. Stroud to be in that be in that argument as well. But had Tennessee had Tennessee stayed un, like had Tennessee stayed undefeated and gone undefeated, it, it would have been Hooker for sure. Okay. All right, with that said, uh, let's pull Chad up into chat here. He's uh, sitting in the ATFS uh, guest queue in our official Discord server, which you can join as well and come chat with us about whatever you want to talk about in the pro or college football world. Uh, so let's go ahead and move him up real quick. And Chad, you are now on a terrible football show. How are you doing, my friend? Uh, hopefully life is going well for you. We have a nice little Georgia fan in here. One, of course, one of the hosts of the show. It's Ohio State fan. Should be an interesting conversation here. Yes, sir. How y'all doing? I'm doing great, doing? man. So, ready. so Georgia, massive Georgia fan, of course, top of the uh, college football, you know, playoff rankings right now, defending national champions, of course. Uh, and then, like, we do have our guy Jacob here, diehard, you know, Ohio State fan. Uh, so, Chad, let's just start with you. Going into this game, how are you feeling? Are you feeling on top of the world? You feel a little nervous? You know, how how are you feeling? Uh, I mean, this is the game I wanted, to be honest with you. It's not because I think that once you get to this point, you know, it's anybody's game, really. But I wanted to play Ohio State because all the tra trash talk, you know. I got a bunch of buddies that are Ohio State fans. And it's always that what-if game, you know. Tyler says, Tyler tells you not to lie. So what are you lying about? <laughs> well, I ain't scared. Uh, <laughs> I just think, I think it's going to be the Tennessee game all over again. Mm, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I think it is. I think it is. Uh, I think that they, they'll score some more than Tennessee probably, but I think that we're going to be able to score when we want to and impose our wheel by the fourth quarter. We're going to take over. Okay. Chad, let me ask you this. What is going to be the, the main what's gonna be the main thing that Georgia needs to do to win this game in your mind? Run the ball. That's the number one thing is run the ball. Well run, run the ball and uh if Keeley could have a really good game out there one on one, then it'll allow our safeties help on everybody else. Which that's asking a lot. Yeah, true. Yeah, especially with, you know, someone like Marvin Harrison Jr. that your team's going to have to oh, go up yeah. against. That's going to be obviously a problem. But, I mean, he held hot pretty good, though. Okay, fair. All right, let's turn it to Jacob, our uh, residential Ohio State fan. You know, Jacob, how are you feeling going in this game? You know, we haven't really dove into it yet. We, You know, once I saw Chad and chat, we were kind of delaying the conversation. But, you know, how, how are you feeling going into this massive Georgia game in the college? Are you feeling on top of the world? Are you feeling a little nervous? This is exactly what Ohio State fans wanted. We wanted to face an SEC team in the playoffs again because we are sick and tired of what happens to us when we play <laughs> SEC teams. <laughs> Trying to get the monkey the off your Ohio back. This is not the same Ohio State as it was last year. I will say that much because we have yeah. a better defense this year. And Stetson Bennett is going to be running for his life. Okay. Our defensive line is about to squash him. Mm. 
Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how much you're gonna be rushing. You gonna have to uh, guard Brock Bowers with some linebackers in Washington. Yeah, Brock Bowers is a freak of nature. That's 100 percent true on that front. <laughs> Jesus the Christ. That, the thing that does concern me, that concern me, the only thing that concerns me about this team that I do, can't stand about Georgia is that we've been prone to turn over the ball here here this whole season. We at least fumbled the ball, stole interception or something, mm-hmm. at least once a game. And eventually that bites you in the tail end, you know? Yeah, it ends up coming back to bite you at some point in time, right? Yeah, some some point it does. It's just like winning the turnover battle every single game. Eventually, you're not going to win it. And what do you do when you don't win it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Kind of like TCU, you know, playing with fire the whole season. Eventually, they got burnt. Hmm. Okay, okay. Now, Jacob, let well, me... well, go ahead. What do y'all think about that game, though? Michigan and TCU? Yeah. Ooh, it's going to be a spicy one. It's going to be a spicy one. I've, uh, I mean, we saw Michigan get the job done without Blake, you know, and that, and that was, you know, that's going to still, I think, be a contributing factor. Even if they did get it done without Blake, I think not having Blake is going to be, I think that is going to be something to keep an eye on there. Um, but, um, you know, I think it's going to be an electric game. I think it's going to be a battle of quarterbacks. But my, my thing is, uh, I, I like Max a lot more than I do J.J., um, but I mean, yeah. that, that Michigan team, man, that defense and, and the, even the run game without Blake is a very good team. Um, I, it's tough for me to say, I would love to see TCU get that dub. I would absolutely adore it, but my gut's telling me it's going to be Michigan. My gut is telling me it's going to be Michigan. Yeah. I think it's going to be, cause we saw them slow down before against Texas and they can't have a game like that. They're going to have to go up there and score. If they don't score. They ain't going to be able to beat Michigan. They got to put Michigan in an uncomfortable spot, make them have a, a shootout type of game. Yeah. Because if it's just battle in the trenches, it could be a quick night. And I, I want to see TCU prevail over Michigan too, but I don't know. That's a toss-up. It's some good matchups, I think. That's a, for the first time in a while, we might not see two blowouts in the first round. I could agree to that. I could. I, I think I could agree. I think both games are going to be uh, pretty competitive games. Um, now, Ricky and Jacob, kind of the same question there. What's you guys' thoughts on this TCU-Michigan mat- matchup? I think it's going to be pretty close, honestly. I do think it'll end up being a shootout with J.J. and Max. And J.J. has proved these last couple games that he, if, if he needs to throw the ball, he can throw the ball pretty well. It, that's just the Jim Harbaugh type of offense that they have. And... Obviously, Max Max puts everything on his back when he needs to the most, and that's why he's my vote for Heisman. Yes, sir. I think I think it's going to be a highly competitive game. If it's not a competitive game, I'm I I will be shocked. very shocked. Fair. I personally don't think it's going to be that competitive. Mm. That's just my opinion. Ooh, okay. I, I don't think it's going to be that. Mich to me, Michigan is on a totally different level than what TCU is on. Jim Harbaugh has been able to take what he did last year, and he's been able to build on top of it more than what he has been. Uh, the more he's been able to do even more this year than what he was able to do last year. Uh, I don't think they've. I don't think I've ever has Michigan ever gone thirteen and zero. Is that the first time I think they've ever gone thirteen and zero? And you know, and with 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 all due respect to TCU, to me TCU does not have the experience 
that Michigan does when it comes to playing in big-time games like this one as well as playing in big-time games, period. I understand that they mm. ran a pretty good gauntlet there in the Big 12, but you're dealing with Big 10 now. You're Different not level. dealing with the Big 12 anymore. Different you're level. not dealing with one of the least defensively, least defensive efficiency of all of college football next to the Pac-12. Uh, you're dealing with you're dealing with a conference that actually knows how to play defense. You're dealing with a conference that knows how to run the football. You're dealing with a conference that just knows how to power it when it matters most. And just like any other game that Michigan has had this year, it's going to be a game in the first half, and then the third or fourth <laughs> quarter, eventually Michigan's probably going to run away with it. And I, I hope I'm wrong. I really hope I'm wrong because I really like Max Dugan. I really like this TCU team. But I really believe that Michigan's experience is really going to overpower TCU in the long run. And one thing to also note with all this is that even if that ends up happening, hey man, we got to give all the uh, the applause and the credit in the world at TCU. You know, with so- with Sony Dykes, his first year, you know, at TCU oh, yeah. running the program. You know, I get it. You know, he's had a lot of recruits in the previous regime and all. You know, because the previous regime was just what it was just Gary Patterson or Peterson, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, Gary yeah, Patterson. yeah. Who, who was there for like what, like forty five million years? Uh, so I mean, like you know, but you know what what Sonny has been able to come over here and do with, with this with this program. You know, you got to give them applause. You know, they they made it as high as they did, and that, that's kind of a big deal. Uh, so let, let's uh, let's let's go back to uh, Ohio State and uh, Georgia here. While we have a Georgia fan, of course, Ohio State fan here. So, uh, just overall predictions. You know, how, you know, kind of a, how close do you think it's going to be, and who's going to win? Jacob, let's start with you. You know, how, how do you think this game's going to go realistically? Well, it helps out a lot that we have our three running backs completely healthy by the time this game comes out. We'll have Travion Henderson, we'll have Meon Williams healthy. It's great. It's, it's unfortunate that Jackson Smith and Jigba is not going to play and he's instead just going to train for the for the draft, but totally respect that. I completely understand. As far as predictions go for this game, it is going to be whichever defense breaks first. Mm, okay. I think that there's not going to be a lot of scoring in this game uh, within the first half. It's going to be the second half where these where these defenses start to slow down and these offenses start ramping it up. Uh, do I want to give a prediction now to who wins? Or do you want to set on a week? Well, I mean, obviously you're going to... Obviously I'm going to say Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I'm going to say Ohio State by three. Uh that Steve actually threw in the chat as well. He thinks Ohio State's going to win thirty to twenty six. That's what he threw in the in the chat. Uh, so Chad, kind of same question for you. Obviously, you're going to pick Georgia. We know this, but you know what's what's your kind of oh. take on how close it's going to be, and just you know how how Georgia's going to win this game. Uh, I think I think it'd be tight through about two quarters, and then the second the second half, I think we lean on them. I think we get three hundred rushing yards. Dogs on top, thirty five seventeen. 35-17. Ooh, he's Damn. bringing the smoke to you, Jacob. We're, we'll All fall. right. We'll. I, w- I, was try- I was trying to be nice. I was only going to be like three points. In the- if it don't go Jacob's like, that, screw it. It's going to be 30 now. <laughs> if, if it don't go like that, then we're either talking about a really close game or y'all may be taking the top off on us. But I just – I think the strength of our team is our secondary. And I think that we're built for this year. Last year, we've been in trouble in the situation of playing against y'all with the wide receivers. This year, I think we're more we're more built. We we saw more air raid teams this year too. 
And I think that's going to work out in our advantage. And Kirby's going to get them guys right. He's going to work on the secondary. We just got to get a push up there up front with Carter and whoever wants to show up, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's going to really suck for you guys uh, as soon as the uh, the bell hits for New Year's and you're going to hear Carmen, Ohio playing. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to work with a couple of them. They're on my case. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's, all, it's all right, you know. But I do think the winner of that game does go on to win it all. If it's yep. Ohio State oh, okay. or if it's Georgia. I respect I that. agree with that. Uh, we had uh, Becca come by to say hello. Becca, how are you? She stopped by the other day for Animan Plus and chat with me and Zach for a little bit. So I appreciate you stopping by to say hello for a terrible football show. I don't know if you're a football fan, but I still appreciate, if you're not, I appreciate the hell of you for stopping by to say hi. We appreciate you for that. Um, so last uh, two things for you, Chad, and we'll let you carry on with your day. Uh, so Heisman, right. what's your thoughts on this? What's your thoughts on the Heisman? Honestly, and me and Tyler I mean, went back and forth on this. To me, I'm I kind of the old school. It's not really just about stats. It's about being the best player on the the best team and stuff like that, and kind of how you carry yourself. How you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I think it's about Heisman moments, and I feel like Caleb Williams choked at his chance of a Heisman moment. Okay, and I feel like really honestly, if I had a vote. I would vote Max and then Stetson and then Caleb. Mm-hmm. And I can't really give it to CJ. I, CJ was my guy the whole the whole year. I said he was going to win it going in. But the biggest game of the year, you you know, like that's their big shot because a lot of their games wasn't really big, big games this year. You know, they had the Penn State game, but that was kind of Notre Dame slowly. and Penn State. I mean, would you, Jacob, as an Ohio State fan, would you say that that'd really be it until Michigan? Uh, yeah, Notre Dame, Penn State, and uh, I, I would chalk in Maryland in there. Okay. Yeah, Maryland's a good team, but I just like I don't think that Notre Dame had that spark this year that they normally have. You know that they they carry and everybody wants to watch them lose, or you know what I'm saying, right? Like they normally do. And it kind of sucks for y'all, and it kind of sucks for like a team like Penn State. You know, they go down there and they play an Auburn team that's trash, you know. And it's their one opportunity to be like, hey, look, we played this good team. And when they get there, the team's sorry, you know. And I think CJ just didn't really have a lot of those national, you know, big games. I think Max kind of carried it on his back, and he probably took it even in a loss. Hmm. Okay, okay. I respect that. And, um, you know, we were already kind of chatting about the, the Heisman already, so we already kind of got some Jacob thoughts on that one. Uh, now, the final I thing don't... for you, uh, because Tyler wants me to ask this before we send you on your Uh-oh. way here. Yeah, he <laughs> wants me to ask you your thoughts on good old AR-15. He's going to get somebody fired. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that John Gruden show where he used to have yeah, players come in yeah, and yeah. all that stuff and he the first thing he said to him he's like you know this is I forgot what they called it is um but he had initials for it and it's like basically you know the choice kind of gets you fired or hired you know what I'm saying right. and I think if somebody takes him in the first round they'll lose their job in three years because Think of how much pressure that put you. You pick somebody first round, they gotta be able to start eventually. And I don't think that he could fit it in the windows 
like other quarterbacks. He's an athlete. He'd be a hell of a tight end. But I don't think that he has the arm talent and the touch on the ball. He throws everything a thousand miles per hour. And I just think that somebody's somebody's gonna mess up if they take him in the first or second round. Third, fourth round, and use him as a prospect, that wouldn't be bad. But not in the first two rounds. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> and that's not me just hating because he's from Florida. Like right. I've done so this kid, I mean, he almost turns over the ball just as much as he scores, you know? Like I just really don't get it. I give you my opinion real quick. Yes. I'm just, I, I'm, I, I know he's a guest, and you know, and I, I respect that. I would take him in the seventh round. Next question. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't take him. At he's all, gonna be but... Mr. I would take him as Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant at two fifty six, <laughs> whatever the hell the number is now. Yeah. And then I kick him off the team the next day. We're gonna <laughs> wave him the next day. You know, and it's sad because somebody's off in his ear telling him that he is this. Right. That's that's what sucks because, you know, like, if he developed one more year, who knows, you know? I don't blame him because since there's so much hype of everybody saying he's going out that I would go too because maybe next year he comes back and he does the same thing and they don't. Oh, God. Sorry I was laughing through all that. We had had another sex bot come into the chat offering hot photos of their hot (laughs) sister. (laughs) I just couldn't. Yes, man. <laughs> what a what a meme! I love it. I love it. I think it's hilarious. Just quick timeout, quick remove, quick ban. Just have a good time and just laugh at it, man. Well, uh, anyway, uh, Chad, any last thoughts you want to throw out there on anything? Uh, you know, if not, we can let you carry on with your day, and we appreciate you for stopping by. Uh, there is one thing. All right, hit me with it. Will Anderson didn't deserve Defense Player of the Year. Ooh, okay. I'm just going I know he he probably is one of the best players in the league, but his stats didn't show anything this year. And I kind of think that Mississippi State cornerback, I want to say, or safety that had like eight interceptions stuff, he kind of got robbed. Right. Out of that whole ordeal. And I don't know, like any other like elite uh, defense players that did, you know, really good, but I'm sure there's plenty more than what his stats were. That's kind of like a a shot in the face to me when I saw that. Right. Uh, Steve also wants me to tell you his prediction on Marvin Harrison Jr. going into this game. He said, I'm calling it now. Harrison Jr. is going to go off for 12 catches, 240 yards, and three tuds. Oof. Ain't nobody getting 200 yards. Ooh. Heard it here first. He might, he might get two touchdowns, but I don't think anybody's going to get 200 on him. Right. But we'll see. We'll see. No. All right, Becca, have a great rest of your night. I know it's late wherever you are. We appreciate you for stopping by. Uh, we'll also be live on Thursday for the Game Awards with Game Static. If you want to stop by to chat with me, Zach, and my God, John, and Animan Plus will be back live on Saturday night. So we appreciate you for stopping by. Uh, and Chad, we also appreciate you for hopping into the Discord here to chat with us. You are actually the first person all season long to hop in and chat with us. So we appreciate you for that. Discord's open for everyone. You join the Discord. Link's down in the description below. All you got to do is hop in ATFS guest queue, such as Chad did here tonight. You can come and chat with us. It'll be great. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about, whatever's on your mind, pro or college. So, All right. Uh, Chad, I'm going to go ahead and get you out of here, man, so you can carry on with your night. I do appreciate you for stopping by, my friend. Appreciate you.
Make sure to come back in here in a couple weeks or so. We'll we'll chat about the oh, aftermath of this game. Oh yeah, one more thing because Ohio man. I'll call, yes, sir. I'll come, back, I'll come back in the in the chat on a later show before the game. We'll make a friendly wager. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Spicy. Right. I like it. Okay. It respect. It respect. It ain't gonna be money or anything like that. We can just make friendly wager. Okay. Um, yep. Yep. Oh, also, Chad, before we go, hey, if you haven't done it yet, don't forget I did post in the Discord earlier for our bowl mania. You can sign up and compete against us and pick all the bowl games. So if you want to do that, it's in the, it's in the Discord for you to join. Free to join. All right. Appreciate it. Hey, appreciate you, man. That was a good conversation. I enjoyed that. That was not as fiery as I thought it was going to be, and I'm here for that. I'm here for fire. I'm here for friendly conversation. Both are good. Both is going to be great. Steve says, you don't want me in there. Sponsorship's right out in the window and full cancel. He has told me that on numerous occasions. Because like, <laughs> I, I know this guy from work, and I've told him before, man, you know, I told him he should come on the show because he is, he is hysterical. He is a character. And he's just like, man, you don't want me on there. I'm going to get you canceled. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you know what? Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Uh, but no, uh, you know, lots of good conversations there. Um, you know, it's gonna it's gonna be a bit it's gonna be a big weekend here here in the very near future. Of course, this weekend we got no college beside the of course the Army and Navy game takes place every year, and then the week after that, man, we're full blown into the bowl games, which is always exciting. There, uh, still talking about some bowl games here. One thing I did want to throw out there, just because you know I'm I'm a nice guy. I like my friends, and I like for them to have a moment to relish in how their team is doing and stuff. You know, Ricky, how are you feeling about uh, Barry Odom, uh, you know, leaving Arkansas and now heading over to Las Vegas? Apparently he's getting a head coaching job from what I saw. That's news to me. I have yep. been doing nothing. That, that news popped out like even... an hour before, like within the hour before we started uh, uh, going live, that Barry Odom was uh, apparently going to be getting the head coaching job at UNLV. That just tells you how busy I've been. So, um, well, I mean, we could tack on another W for Las Vegas. I get to play Hawaii every year, so I guess that'll that'll. Whoa, be come okay, on! Uh, Go Bose. He turned that around. Nah, Timmy Chang's about to turn this program around. <laughs> um, now, um, all kidding aside, I, I kind of knew eventually. He was going to go somewhere. I think Florida Atlantic was another one that was a possible a possible uh, destination for uh, for him to go. Um, I mean, regardless of what happened this past season, um, you can't argue the job that he that he's done overall. I, I thought he did a great job overall over here at Arkansas. Um, he did end up coming down on the field, which I thought he should have done from the very beginning of the season with this young defense, especially when Jalen Catalan got injured. I hate that he's not going to be around for the ride next year because um, I think with KJ coming back next year, that's going to give us a little bit of benefit. Uh, considering the sh crappy season we had this year, I was I was kind of hoping that he would uh, come back. But the one thing that I do have faith in is Hunter Yurichek. I think Hunter Yurichek should have a big say-so on who comes in for a defensive coordinator. I know that Sam Pittman's the head coach. But at the same time, Hunter Yurichek has done wonders for the University of Arkansas. I can't remember with the last – I think it was last year. I can't remember how many – programs that we had in the top 25 at one point uh overall it was it was quite a bit of them so i mean who knows what's going to happen but good luck to barry odom i think he'll do well in vegas eventually um going to a smaller program i think was a good call and they'll be able to see what kind of talent he has we might see him in a big program in the near future speaking of going to big program what's you guys thoughts on Deion sanders to colorado how are we feeling about that move <laughs> 
We love it, hate it, mixed about it. Love it. Yeah, I love I love it as well. We were actually last night. I was calling a ball game uh, right behind, not too far from my house, and um, one of the guys was talking about some of the things that Deion Sanders said while he was in there, and you know these kids should start entering the transfer portal now and things like that. And I'm like, all he did was tell them, "Be prepared to come to work if you're not if you don't want to be a part of this culture, get out." It's yeah. that simple. He was trying to he he made his message very very loud and clear, and he already has two commitments, three commitments, both of his sons and the number one overall pick that he had that went to Jackson State. He already has yep. three of those intending to transfer to Colorado. I think it's a great hire. I thought no matter where he went, he was going to be able to fit in. The fact that he's able to take that he's willing to take a step of faith, going from the SWAC to uh to Colorado where he's going to be the underdog just about every week in his first season. I think that speaks just wonders on his character that he's going to be willing to take. I think he's going to do well there, and I'm going to really, really root for Colorado in the coming years. He's got his uh, offensive coordinator as well as of today. Sean Lewis, the former head coach at Kent State. And the great thing about all this is, is that, you know, they, they kind of made a deal his deal, I think, is like $29.5 million over so many years or whatever it is. And the athletic director goes, we don't have the money, but I'm going to get you the money. <laughs> so that <laughs> They're just, all in. That just, that, just, he's, he's, that just tells you he's all, he's all in on Dion. Um, but I, like I said, I, I think Dion's going to do wonders to Colorado. At least I hope he does. I love the move. And anyone that's pissed off at Dion basically laying it out there like he did, they need to get their head out of their ass because we're looking at a one and eleven Colorado team. What the fuck do you expect? So, like, I mean, for so real, what do you expect? So here's here is something that I will point out. Look at our country these days. Everybody gets offended about little every little thing that goes on. Everybody gets offended about what's said. And look where our country is. All Dion did was doing the old school, the natural way that you're supposed to do things. He didn't sh- he didn't sugarcoat anything. All he did was come in and tell the truth. Nobody wants to hear the truth anymore. So, you know, just what Alex said, I, I, but he sounded, he sounded, you know, he did put it out way kinder than I would have put it out, but that's okay. Yeah. And also with the way that he put it, I mean, he wasn't saying that obviously to the entire team, unless it's going to be in a situation of like, Hey, you know, it goes back to, if you're not going to be, be prepared to work thing, but I mean, he made it very clear, like, Hey, you know, we've got certain positions locked up. You know, I'm just letting you know that right now. Which, I mean, all those kids that are at that program, let's be real. They they should have very common sense at that. Where there's no way that his son's, you know, going to stay at Jackson State. He only went there because of Dion. There's no way that the former number one recruit in the country is going to stay at Jackson State. He only went there for Dion. That's just all common sense, people. And not to mention, he also had a four-star recruit wide receiver go to Jackson State again for Dion. Uh, it, it, it's just it's it makes sense. I mean, I I, th- I think the what he's going to be able to do in the transfer portal and just general recruiting and stuff, and with how weak the Pac-12 is mostly, and especially with USC kind of going out the door, Colorado is going to be a threat in the Pac-12. You know, give give it a couple years or so. You know, I think we're going to definitely see a turnaround from one and eleven. I'm not going to sit here and hammer it. They're a bowl team. They could be. 
and very well could at least be a bowl team. But I mean, they're going to be a threat here in the next few years, and I can't wait for it. I'm I'm excited for it. I'm happy. I'm happy for Dion, man. You know, because this whole thing with him getting into coaching and stuff, like it's never been about the money. Because most of his salary at Jackson State, he donated back to Jackson State anyway for better facilities. He didn't really take a lot of money out of Jackson State. Like out of he really didn't. I mean, why would he? He's an NFL Hall of Famer. He's prime time. You know, doing the commentating that he did with NFL Network and stuff as an analyst and stuff. This guy's fine on money. <laughs> it was never about the money. It's about trying to prove that he's a good college coach. He's a good coach because I mean, really. The thing is that I love about Dion, and this is how he was as a player, obviously, and this is how he is has been a coach, is that when this man gets a chip on his shoulder, it never, ever, ever goes away. And the big chip was Florida State told him no. That's the big yeah, chip. And, yeah, and here's something else that speaks volume. He's going to owe Jackson State $300,000, and I'm sure he's got that well covered. And not only that, he probably doesn't even need the money to begin with. He probably makes enough money with those Aflac commercials. <laughs> that's true that's true i agree to that 100 percent. but no i'm pumped for it man i'm pumped for this move uh, i've seen a lot of in, in terms of another move that happened i've seen a lot of people be pretty upset about the move with the louisville head coach to cincy you guys kind of in that same boat where it's just like it's just a, uh, a garbage move like a you know how, how you guys feeling on that one i think it's kind of funny that they play each other in, in, in a bowl game this year they do, don't they? I just realized that. They do. Yeah, they do. I, I just yes, they that. do. Yes, they do. I think it's a good, uh, you know, it's regardless of who they hired, it was going to be very hard to fill Luke Fickle's shoes. He's a damn good coach and uh, he's going to succeed wherever he ends up going. I mean, he did go to Wisconsin, but in the future, wherever he goes, he'll succeed. I think it's a good hire. The best hire? No. Is it the worst hire? No. Okay. I respect that. Well, I mean, and you know, Cincinnati doesn't have the financial means that a lot of... They don't have the financial means that big-time school that big-time schools actually have. So the fact is, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with Jacob on it. It's not the best, but it's obviously not the worst. I mean, they could have called it Bob Petrino. I mean, I'm sure he would have taken the job in a heartbeat. <laughs> He's just chilling. <laughs> no, uh, no. I mean, I, 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 I just don't think it's the, you know, because I'm friends with a couple people on on like Facebook and stuff, and I've I've seen the the Cincy fan base on how they're kind of reacting to it, and I guess they they just they just hoped for more. You know, they hoped uh, with the with what Luke Fickle has been able to do with that program and, and the name that Luke Fickle was and is that they hoped they could bring in someone with a higher caliber name. You know what I mean? Um, you know, in terms of the Louisville coach, to my understanding, the writing's been kind of on the wall. He's been trying to get out for a little bit because he even started a conversation with South Carolina before Shane Beamer was hired. Uh, so he, you know, he's, he's been trying. He's been trying to get out of Louisville for a little bit and – you know, this was his opportunity. But, I mean, I think it'll be interesting to watch, especially when you got to keep in mind, uh, this was Cincinnati's last year in the American Conference. Uh, next year, start Big 12 play. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen going over there. But, I mean, we've already seen the repercussions of, you know, Luke leaving Cincinnati with numerous recruits now in the transfer portal, which, man, the transfer portal is going insane right now. Like, this is, like, the most players that it's ever had in history. You know, we saw JT Daniels transferring again. He's going to his fourth team now. 
Uh, we saw uh, the guy who, you know, I think, I don't remember who replaced who in USC, but Salvas, uh, you, we're seeing him transfer now. He just transferred to Pitt, and now he's on the road again. Uh, I mean, dude, the, tra- the transfer portal is absolutely insane right now, popping off. It's, it's actually kind of baffling, to be honest, but it's going to be kind of curious to see where all these players land. With, oh, DJ, we, uh, that, that's also kind of a, a, big piece of, a big piece of news there is the DJ is, of course, you know, transfer from Clemson to no surprise. Let's be real, no surprise. And I've seen a lot of conversation already that uh, so he's linked to some Pac-12 teams, in court, including my beeves. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. What's you guys' take on some of this transfer stuff and just how the, how the portal's done and everything? You love it or you hate it? It kind of will mixed on it? You start, Ricky. Okay. 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 I'll, I'll go ahead and start. So, uh, go. Let me. Let me end. You know. I know we're kind of kind of pick, we're kind of picking up with the transfer portal, but I believe one of the reasons why you saw Louisville. You know, him getting out of Louisville. Louisville, regardless of how terrible their basketball team is, Kentucky is a basketball state, and we're starting to see that a little bit. Of course, Bob Stoops is still sticking around. We you know with the University of Kentucky and everything like that. Um, but he just, you know, he's been welcomed in the University of Kentucky, things like that, you know, whole nine yards. But Kentucky is a basketball state. They always have been. With this transfer portal, I think there's need to be a little bit of guidelines to it. Because you think it's too free? You know, I don't know. Are they st- are are they are they still doing the whole you got to sit out a year no, bull crap? No, I don't. No, no. I know they no. took it off the table at one point. So I mean, and so and that's just the thing. I understand that you want to go somewhere where you have the chance to play. I'm going to give you the example of someone, um, Alex. You may know who I'm talking about, Jacob. I'm not sure. There, there used to be a quarterback down here in Arkansas who was a big, big time high school recruit yep. by the name of Kyle Frazier, and Kyle Frazier ended up going to Auburn. Uh, play, I believe he played under. Gus one year, and then, of course, I'm trying to think of who the guy was before Gus was. He actually won us the championship. I can't remember the guy's name. Who cares? So, anyway, um, he didn't do so well at Auburn. He didn't really fit into Auburn. I think he realized that very, very quickly. So, whenever he transferred, he didn't go to another Division One school. He ended up going to a Division Two school at Washtenaw Baptist University and actually led Washtenaw Baptist to win their – I think it was their first conference championship in forever – and they they had a solid team, didn't, you know, I think they made it to the second round of playoffs before they got beat, yada, yada, yada. Some of these guys who are, quote-unquote, transferring to their, desti- their next destination or whatever it is, I think it gets to a certain point where are you really going to go pro? Are you really trying to find a program that thinks that you think they're going to be able to get you to, to, you know, to become pro because let's face it. There are some players that they go to certain systems. They don't necessarily fit in that. And that's with that certain coach. They don't necessarily fit in that certain system. And I understand that, but this is where the academics come into play. And this is why there are some, there are some degree that I disagree with the NIL. And it's all because we've kind of taken that academic spot away the reason you go to college people is not so you go to you go into professional sports that's fine but you know there's that commercial that it's only like what 2 3% of athletes actually get to go to pro and have a pro career so it's it's almost on a certain basis of why are you going to college now are you going to college so that way you can become a professional athlete are you going to go to college so that way you can actually learn something have a profession in something so cuz i mean let's just face it not everybody goes pro. You've got to have some kind of backfill where you're going to be able to go to a career. 
it doesn't matter if it's a teacher, a doctor, whatever the heck it is that you might do, even though I do suggest that you go be a doctor, teachers don't make shit. But, and, and the whole regard of the run is, I think the transfer portal needs to be a more guided sort of, and I know the NCAA has screwed up everything, but there needs to be some kind of guideline to say, okay, like for example, JT Daniels is going to his fourth team. I think once you have one chance in the transfer portal and that next destination, you cannot transfer anymore uh, for the rest of your college career. Because let's just face it, it's become a new sort of like an NFL free agency type has, thing. Yeah. We're dealing with amateur, we're dealing with amateur athletes, people. And I did see where there is apparently a limit, at least I guess now there is, where it's like you get one transfer and then you can get a second transfer if it's a grad transfer specifically, uh, which at least in right. that case, they're graduates. So that's great. They, they did what they went to college for, you know, so they're going to be hopefully good for future success if pro well, at, they, being well, a pro athlete to, didn't work out. And I think but, they had to further, I think they had to further their education though. Yeah. So there is there is at least guidelines now. It was there guidelines maybe a year or two ago when we saw JT transfer, you know, now his fourth time. Maybe not. Maybe the guidelines are, are a thing now. But uh, also Jacob threw in the chat here um, in the Discord server. These these are the programs with the most portal entries from yesterday and today. Louisiana Tech with 18, Colorado State with 17, Texas A&M with 16, Arkansas with 15, Kent State with 14, Oklahoma State with 13, Oregon with 13, Maryland 12, Virginia Tech 12, Washington State 12, Alabama with 11, which we have seen a lot of people coming out with Alabama, including one of their best tackles. One of their best tackles is transferring, who hasn't let up a sack in a shit ton of games. So that's going to be an interesting one to watch where he goes. And then Jackson State with 11, which, you know, that one makes sense. You're seeing the repercussions of Dion leaving. But, I mean, it is like a free agency. It really is. It's like a free agency now. It's honestly you know, kind of wild. But you'll see some pull out, though. I think some of the I think some of them will end up staying. Yeah. Man, it's insane. Insane time for college football. 12-team playoff on the horizon. Teams hopping divisions to a new conference where they definitely don't need to be. Looking at you, USC. Uh, and then just all the free agency with the portal. Man, it's an insane time for college football. Heisman Trophy's worthless. Uh, man, what a time. What a time to be alive. All right. Uh, let, hey, let's hop over to some pro, though. You know, let's hop over to some pro. So one of the biggest headlines – actually, there are two, two of the biggest headlines to come out so far – you know, these past few days, number one, uh, would I would definitely say Baker Mayfield, you know, uh, being released from Carolina, and now he's been picked up by the Rams. Uh, Rams have, have claimed him off waivers, and they were the only team to claim him off waivers. And then the other thing, which I thought was very, very spicy, was even though they are, I think, on top of their division right now, and they're poised to win the division, and they are got a coach of the year there and everything, and you know, offensive player of the year, uh, you know, Titans fired their GM, you know, right after A.J. Brown torched them, absolutely torched them. And you kind of go back a little bit, and now we're kind of learning that when it came to that A.J. Brown trade, that was 100% on the GM. Mike Vrabel did not want that to happen and wanted – I mean, who would, right? Uh, And wanted to get the deal done, and the GM just didn't do it, made the trade, and now the GM gets fired immediately after they just get absolutely smoked – um, you know, then of course we got some news in San Fran as well. Jimmy G out for the year. That's two quarterbacks down. But hey, Brock Purdy, 
He's working for him. That you know, they didn't put in a waiver claim for Baker. A lot of people thought they would. I disagreed completely. I really, I just did. I didn't see Baker going to San. I didn't see San Fran making that move. I really thought it was gonna. They were gonna rock with with Brock Purdy with how he played. But man, it's some uh, it's some interesting times right now in the NFL. Bears are poised for the second overall pick at the moment. So that's that's actually kind of exciting with a couple things got lined up. But boys, what's your thoughts on uh you know some of these headlines, whatever? You know, let's start with you, Jacob. What's your thoughts on any any of these headlines that I? named out which one do you want to give your thoughts on first it's not surprising that baker got picked up by the rams but i am uh one of those people who were shocked that san fran didn't try to at least go for him they had the, they, um, they could have too i mean they could have yeah yeah and it would have been a easy steal for them honestly i think baker would have rather have went to 49 to 49ers anyways than yeah, versus I you know, one of the worst Super Bowl hangovers ever. I kind of remember ever. Brock Purdy from college. Kind of. At Iowa State, yeah. Yeah. He was a stud. He was, man. He was a stud. He made Iowa State a good football team. Well, yeah, a, bowl, a good bowl football team. <laughs> well, I, I think I think he's going to fit in well with the 49ers offense anyways. That, that, that offense is so easy and so user-friendly to learn for quarterbacks, yeah. especially younger quarterbacks. I, I think the 49ers still could secure their division with Brock Purdy. I think they're going to miss Jimmy Garoppolo when all this said, when all is said and done though. Um, and you I'm mean like, like I'm after the season the and everything, when they go for Trey. Exactly. I, I'm rooting for the kid. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm definitely going to root for the kid, but um, I think once they picked up Christian McCaffrey and they got a few other pieces, they were expecting to make that Super Bowl run. And could they still do it? Yes. Do I think they're going to do it? No. Picking up Baker Mayfield, they would have been in the same, if not a worse situation than what they're in right now. The Rams have nothing to lose at this point. The one thing that Baker does have on his side, though, is if he can win a few games and show that he can he can be a leader, maybe somewhere down the road, maybe there's another team out there that will give him another chance. But, um... Um, I, but I, I'll just be honest with you guys. I, I honestly think Baker's done. That's I, I do opinion. too. I think I, I think he's done. Um, the fact that the Rams even decided, hey, let's pick him up. We don't have anybody else anyway. We suck. Um, it's just one of those little guidelines. Let's see if this works. And I'm sure he has some kind of connection in there with the Rams for him to be picked up by them anyway. So uh, I'm not going to sit here and claim that I know who that connection is. But th- he's got to have a connection. Why would you want Baker Mayfield at this point? He has, I mean, he, and I, like I said, I like Baker. I, I really do. I was, I've rooted for his success. Uh, really thought the Browns should have tried to stick with him, but this is professional football and shit like this happens. And I will, def- here's the one thing about the Tennessee GM who got fired. The one thing I will defend with him is eventually, because the Tennessee market, guys, is not a huge, huge no. market. So you have to play that card of, do I get rid of Derrick Henry, who has carried our team, or do I get rid of A.J. Brown, who could potentially carry our team? The only reason I would have kept A.J. Brown was because a running back's career does it's not short. last long. I think the average is like five and a half, six years for, for a running back in the NFL. In their prime, so, yeah. Um, in their prime, right. Yeah. And so uh, so I could, I, could defend, I could defend him on that, Mark. Okay, okay. Uh, we do got some things here in chat to follow up on here. Um, so in terms of, uh, you know, Brock Purdy, you know, Tyler does throw out there because he was a big Brock Purdy fan. He's a big Purdy guy. 
is that, you know, he was an absolute dog in college, and him and Brees Hall basically made Iowa State relevant, which that's true. They did. They made Iowa State relevant. Uh, Steve also threw out there, Rodgers is going to San Fran next year, uh, two years, and he calls it a career. Uh, and then Tyler also says that Lamar Jackson's going to go to San Fran. So some spicy takes here in the chat right now. Yeah, Lamar Jackson still looking for that contract. Going to San Fran. If it's going to be one of them, it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. Yep. it would be Aaron yep. Rodgers. Yeah. That, that that that's who would go to San Fran. One that somehow, some way, that would that would happen. Um, and it's just like, sorry, Trey, you're about to learn from you know a multi-time MVP, future Hall of Famer. You'll be okay for another year or two. I mean, he's clearly on his way out the door. You'll be fine. Back to the bench. You know, so I, if there's going to be anyone going to San Fran, it's it's going to be Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion. But it is an interesting uh, conversation about where Lamar is going to go. Is he going to stay in Baltimore? Are they going to actually get this deal done, or is he on his way out? Because man, Baltimore has been, ooh, I mean, they're eight and four, I think, and man, their record is those four losses are just something to really look at. Where they had the lead in all four of those games, they should you know essentially be undefeated, and they just completely blew leads. Like you look at every single loss they had going into like the second half or the fourth quarter, they were up by X amount of points by like at least 10 plus points. I think one game was up by 20 points and turn around and lose. Um, so man, I, I think, I think it's to an extent where Lamar is just like, all right, you know, this, this is kind of bullshit. I'm kind of out, out of my way out of here, but uh, he's going to a team who doesn't have anybody good on it. Hashtag wasted career. Uh, too many good players in San Fran for Lamar to breathe in that atmosphere. So but, I mean, it is going to be kind of interesting to watch how that plays out this offseason. But, um, you know, in terms of the Baker thing, I do agree. I think I kind of see his career being done. This is kind of his last shot, I feel like. Because, I mean, Baker's not a guy that I see just staying in the league as a backup. You know what I mean? I, 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 don't, I don't see that. Uh, so this is kind of his last stop, in my opinion. But, hey, on the plus side, he's got a promising acting career set up for him. I mean, I'll give him that. <laughs> I love his commercials. His commercials are great. <laughs> He could go to the XFL or the USFL. Yeah, if he hey, if he's willing to do it, I'd love to see it. Come on to, down to Orlando, baby. Orlando Guardians. I'd love Baker down in Orlando. Hey, you, hey, uniforms being revealed tomorrow, by the way, boys. Ooh, XFL sweet. uniforms tomorrow. I forgot the time, but tomorrow uniforms being revealed, and I'm pumped. Baker's old football coach. Bob Stoops is going to be coaching in the XFL. He is. He's uh, at uh, Renegades. Yeah, he's at the Renegades. Ooh, you might be onto something with Baker to XFL if the Rams XFL don't work MVP. out. MVP. There you go. I, I love to see it. I love. And you know, one thing Tyler also threw out there is that you know he actually does you know deserves to have some weapons and stuff. And you know he and he did though in Cleveland. It's just it didn't work out for whatever the reason was. You know, uh, with Odell and Jarvis, I'm a big Jarvis fan. You know, while he may be obviously out of his prime now, while he was in Cleveland, in my opinion, he was still a dog. All right, I love Jarvis. Um, so he had the weapons there. But I mean, going to San Fran though. While Allen Robinson has been a bust of a signing for the Rams, and while he's struggled this year, Cooper Cup is still Cooper Cup. Um, so, I mean, I, I think it'll be kind of interesting to see how Baker will do in, in L.A., uh, even though they don't have a run game, really. Uh, that's the one. Because they, they even released uh, Daryl Henderson a few weeks back. I forgot about that. That was a wild release, honestly, especially with how the, the drama that's been around Cam Akers this year. Um, but I mean, it'll be interesting to see what Baker's able to pull off with Cooper cup. Cause in, in terms of Stafford, I mean, he could potentially come back week 17 to my understanding based on injury and timeline, but he's shut down for the year. There's no sense in him coming back. 
He's shut down for the year. Bring him back next year. Kind of gear, you know, just kind of reload this offseason with a new offensive line and stuff like that, and just kind of go from there and see see what we can do to get this team back on track. Because man, uh, a Rob got ruined by that Bears uh, that Bears coach. I can't remember his name. You talking about Matt Nagy, or you talking about our OC at the time who wasn't even really an OC? Bill Lazor. You know, he was just kind of there to have a title. <laughs> like he wasn't even. He was. That's all. He was there to have a title. That's it. He wasn't even there to actually be our. Uh, ROC really besides a couple games so love to hear his name I know you do Matt Nagy over in uh KC right now doing whatever he's doing having a having the best time uh reliving the double doink yeah reliving the double doink that's right <laughs> hey shout out to Cincy man getting that dub on uh on uh KC this weekend that was a big dub for him make sure you, you know pull, against pull up KC up in the last calendar year do what now Cincy three and L against oh, KC okay within the last calendar year, the only other team or the only other person to do that is Tom Brady. Mm, okay. Yeah. I got the standings pulled up now, man. It's uh, kind of interesting all the way across the board. You know, we got Buffalo and Miami both kind of duking out over there, nine and three, eight and four for the, uh, for the East jets right behind them. And uh, guys, I got to say, I'm so damn disappointed uh, that the Dolphins couldn't get that dub. I mean, obviously, shout out to Brock Purdy. And, the you know, I really wanted the Dolphins to catch that dub. I wanted Mike McDaniel to beat his former team in San Fran. I wanted it so damn bad. I love Mike. Mike McDaniel's amazing. I love this guy. He's hilarious. And then for the North, you know, hey, since he's bringing it back, man, which I feel like going into the year, that was actually a conversation that uh, that we had, Ricky. I think it was me and you when we were chatting about uh, predictions and stuff. Me and you were chatting that we thought since he would kind of start slow, and pick up hot, you know what I mean? That was our conversation. That's we, what they've done. And we've seen that. They, they, they've, they've, same thing they did last year. Started slow, got hot. And we're seeing it right now, man. Uh, then, of course, the South, you know, yeah, that's the Titan show. Yeah, it's just up front. And then the West, everyone, who everyone thought would be the division of divisions this year, and it's just a one-man show at this point. One-man show, Chiefs 9-3, and three, Chargers 6-6 six and six right now. Which, you know, looking at the Chargers and where they are with how disappointed they've been, dude, I mean, it, it further brings some fuel to the fire after the season of Staley out. You know, if they don't make the playoffs, in my mind, Staley's gone. You know, I, I, I was not about that train when the season started. Tyler was all on that train before the season started. He would constantly tell me that. I was not about it. But now with where we are, if they don't make the playoffs, he's gone. He's fired, which is wild with, all, with, with how good that team is on paper. And of course, we have. So as 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 a fan of a team who is uh, who is six and six, I just want to say that uh, I salute <laughs> you, and I, I'm I'm sorry, I am sorry for your pain, the Chargers' pain of this high expectations. I had high expectations for them too, and you know, just like my team, you know, they're gonna go six and seven, just like you know the Chargers are gonna be six and seven after this week. So I'm, I'm sorry, people. Yeah, unfortunate. Then we got Philly eleven and one, Dallas nine and three. You boys are feeling good about that one. Then Vikings ten and two, and I still don't feel like enough people's talking about the Vikings. I really, really don't. I don't feel like there's enough chatter about the Vikings. But hey, the Lions second place in the division though, five and seven. Let's get it. <laughs> Brand new Lions, baby. I love it. So I think one thing that really did not pick up the Vikings talks is when the Dallas Cowboys went in and beat the yeah beat the fuck shit yeah true. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I think the Vikings are overrated. I really Mm. think they're overrated this year. You think they're going to be eliminated immediately? Round round one in true Vikings fashion? Yep. Okay. Okay. 
Hey, before you move on, how about them? Uh, how about them two teams that are already eliminated from the playoffs? So I know, Houston and Chicago. <laughs> hey, man, you know we're gearing up for the second overall pick. We got 125 million dollars to spend in free agency. You know, even though we suck right now, it's not a bad time to be a Bears fan. If you guys want to hop on over with me. You know, let's just hang out, man. <laughs> Have a good time. Uh, there, there, there's some stuff coming. I'm feeling pretty all right, honestly. I really am. Like, even, I, I, we suck. But the thing is, like, this is exactly hitting my expectations for this season. You know what I mean? This is exactly hitting my expectations for the team's record. And honestly, if we're going to be realistic, the team is exceeding my expectations in terms of play and what I expected out of them. Okay? Like, we may be 3-10, and 10, but play on the field is better than what I expected. All right? So, I mean, it, it's, it's a good time to be a Bears fan. Yeah, they- so- they let two or three slip away. They let two yeah. or three leads slip away pretty good there toward toward the end. And so, um, but yeah, like, like you said, the 125 million. But I, I'm I'm telling you, Alex, um, don't do it. If it's any if it's any kind of pattern with the Chicago management from the GM up all the way to the owner. I don't know if that 125 is going to be spent well. I mean, y'all look at this. The Browns <laughs> did spend 50 million on a quarterback. Hey, I'm. The the first signing that gets announced from us next year will make or break how I'm going to feel towards everything else. <laughs> Whatever the first one is, that will set the as, set the bar. Coming in as backup, Baker Mayfield. What uh, the fuck? <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be the first time that's happened to me. I mean, I'll never forget when we drafted Mitchell Trubisky. I'm in a hotel room down in good old shitty Sippy, and you know we trade up one fucking pick, one fucking pick. With San Fran, they fleece the fuck out of us. Uh, and I was sitting here thinking that we were going to go for, like, Jamal Adams. You know what I mean? That's what, that's how I was feeling. You know, because I didn't think we were going to go for a quarterback just simply because, you know, we signed the guy. Grant, I don't like the signing. But based on kind of the the drafting patterns of Ryan Pace, he can get – he's Ryan Pace, while fired, yes, dude was a beast on, on days two and three for the most part. He was very good on those days. So I didn't feel like we're getting a quarterback. It's just like, you know, Bear Select, quarterback, Mitchell Trubisky. I said, what the fuck? And I threw my phone across the room and hit the wall, knocked my battery out and all that shit. I was so pissed. And now we see how it's played out. It sounds like Al Davis came back from the dead and just put a curse on the Chicago Bears because he put enough he put enough curse on the Raiders. And he just decided, you know what? Let's just come over here. Let's screw things up with Chicago. Yep. God, and what makes me so damn mad about it, it, and I understand it's after the fact so anyone can say anything, whatever, but from everything that I've seen and gathered about that draft, everything was pointing towards the Bears drafting Patrick Mahomes. Like, Patrick Mahomes has talked about that at length. The Bears were stupidly high on him. That's that's who John Fox won at the time, and it was, you know, there was apparently from, now again, this is after the fact, so it's like, can you really believe what anyone says? What John Fox has said before is that there was no conversation about Trubisky at any freaking point. Ryan Pace went out to that they, like the pro day or whatever to scout a different player at North Carolina or whatever it was. I don't remember. And he came back and it was like the day before the draft and Ryan Pace told John they were taking Trubisky. And John's like, whoa, what the fuck? I thought we were going for Patrick Mahomes. It's like, no, nah, I really like Trubisky. We're getting Trubisky. That, that's what I've gathered. And even, and even Mahomes has said at length that the Bears were, were very, very high on him. Uh, that's why every time like he plays the Bears now and he scores, he makes sure to count how many draft picks – you know, he makes sure to he makes sure to rub that in the bears for us. 
So is what it is, man. Yeah, that dude got paid off to draft Trubisky. Man, I'm telling you, dude. Like, <sighs> you guys had a a good couple of years under under Mitchell, though. He we, made a Pro Bowl. Yeah, he made a Pro Bowl as like a third alternate. <laughs> no, like for real, he was the third alternate. Like the top two guys or the top like three guys for the NFC that year, if I remember correctly. Because I remember him when he made the Pro Bowl. I saw the video the Bears put up where he got the call. I was not hyped that he made the Pro Bowl because it felt like such a, you know, um, like a participation trophy award for him because the three guys that made it the Pro Bowl, two of them, I think, weren't able to make it. It could have been – I'd have to go back and look at who made it that year. But two of them did not make it. It's only left one. Then the next two alternates they called up, neither of them de- – both of them declined as well. And then they went to the – he was so far down the line of making it to the Pro Bowl. It's not even It's not even in a, an award. Like, it's, it's really not. I mean, I guess it is in his mind, but it's really not. Like, like you were so far down the totem pole of how many quarterbacks they had to call. And everyone's like, man, fuck the Pro Bowl. <laughs> I don't want to go to the Pro Bowl. I'm good. So finally we end up going to uh, Trubisky there, but it is what it is. We had we had really one good year, and we went to the playoffs twice. The second time we went to the playoffs, we were like that was the year that we started like five and one or five and zero, oh, and we were the worst five and zero oh team in history. And I just I was like this this train's about to go burning down soon. And then the <laughs> only good year was Matt Nagy's first year when we went twelve and four. I really thought we were going to go to the Super Bowl. I really really did. That that, that defense was playing next level. I thought it was going to be a repeat of two thousand six. I really did. And then the double doink happened. Unfortunate. Uh, boys, do we have any other NFL conversations that we want to throw out here and chat about? Uh, I'm going to take a peek on Twitter, see if there's anything I missed, but I don't think so. Let's see. I'll just point out the fact I was not impressed with Tom Brady's comeback last night. I don't know if anybody else was it or not, but no. New Orleans is horrible. No, that actually actually, uh, actually brings up a good question. Uh, yeah, just so we're all on the same page, we're about to see another team make it to the playoffs with a, with a losing record, yeah? We're about to see that yeah. happen because I feel like we're about to see that happen again. It's like, what, the third time that's ever happened? Seattle, Washington, yep. and now one of these teams, I feel like? Uh, Seattle, Washington, uh, one of Carolina. these teams. And then the, the St. Louis mm. Rams did it. Uh, they Oh, gosh, what year was that? Sam Bradford was their quarterback. It was but the year before they – I think it was two years before they went to L.A. Mm, okay. So we're about, I, I feel like we're about to see it again. We're about to see a losing team go to the playoffs <laughs> with the NFC South division winner. This this, this division this division's garbage, man. <laughs> yeah, but, w- hey, once Tom Brady gets into the playoffs, man, you – You might as well consider them, like, undefeated. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Treat them like it's a, a whole 17 and 0 team. Yeah, it really is. He, I, I keep seeing the jokes that he's three and one since the divorce. So I want to watch out <laughs> NFL. <laughs> I want to watch out. All right. Uh, yeah. Any other takes or not? I feel like we can go ahead and hit the picks and maybe wrap this show up actually pretty early since we don't have college picks this week. Well, we have one. I, did, I went ahead and added army and Navy to the run your pool. So make sure to get your picks in boys. Uh, and then we have FCS play as well, but you guys ready to get the picks? Do it. All right. Hit the music bet uh so i guess let's start with the college real quick since this will be very quick here go to leaderboards uh ricky you are of course on top 180 119 jacob you're 173 126 i have no idea if bowl games are going to be added to this tyler says they they will because that's how he found the website last year i have no idea we'll see so if, if not 
Sorry, Jacob. This is the end of the road for you, potentially. Uh, and then Shane at third with 160, 167 and 132. And I'm right behind him at 166, 133. And Steve at 160, 139. Brady just had a rough time, 144, 155. Uh, like I said, the, I, I went ahead and threw the game on here just because, you know, I like a good rivalry game. But who you guys got for, um, you know, good old uh, trying to actually get to the game. It's not giving me the option to pick it. But, yeah, who do you guys got for Army and Navy? I got Navy. Actually, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Navy started off the year very, very slow, but they ha we have seen major improvement with Navy, and we've seen Army slip just a little bit. Um, yeah, I I'm gonna go with Navy as well. So I do, in fact, I have it selected where Army and Navy should appear, but it's not. Uh, if it ends up not appearing and just counts as all as an L, I should be able to go in and change it uh, to your correct pick. And that goes for everyone in the pool. I apologize. It's it's being weird right now. I'm going Navy as well, though. Uh, the main reason, I look at these teams. Navy did catch that dub on UCF, and Navy played very close with Notre Dame and played it pretty close with, uh, with Cincy as well, while Army has not been able to say the same. Uh, so I'm liking Navy in this game quite a bit. Uh, let's hit FCS playoffs. Let me hop over to the server for that. Uh, so predictions where we are on things right now. Uh, I am 12 and four, Shane six and six, Jacob six, six, Ricky nine and seven. And let me actually pull up the FCS playoffs. I haven't done that yet. And I got to pull it up real quick. <laughs> you know, Jacob, you, uh, you really went all in to risk it, to get the biscuit last week. And it did not pay off for you, my friend. <laughs> no, it, did not. <laughs> it did not pay off for you, man, at all. All right, so FCS playoffs. Let's see what we got here. South Dakota, uh, Holy Cross at South Dakota State. Give me the Jackrabbits. I like the Jackrabbits here. Yeah, yeah, I've got the Jackrabbits as well. Okay. Oh, with Holy Cross. Oh, my God, here we go oh, again. Oh, for the love of Jesus. Jacob, not, you learned not, what happened last week. It's not going to be every one of them. It's not. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, if you say so. Lord. Wow. All right, William Lord and Mary in Montana State. Uh, give me the Bobcats on this one. Give me Montana State. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to pick Montana State. I know Will, I know William and Mary blew out Garner Webb last week, which I think uh, that's very, very impressive. Um, but Montana State is not Garner Webb. I will agree with you guys on this one, Montana State. There you go. I'm glad you're seeing the light. Uh, let's see. Uh, where am I? There I am. North Dakota State and Sanford. Oh, you know who it's about. North Dakota State. Yep. I've got Sanford. Mm, okay, spicy. Sacramento State and Incarnate Ward. Man, I'm going with Sacramento State. This, I'm telling you, this team's on a different level. I I want to pull the trigger. I really want to pick mm, Incarnate Ward to win it. this game. Do it. Do um, it. But you're right. <laughs> Nah, but you're right. Sacramento State's on a totally different level. Give me Sacramento State. And I'm picking the team that I said was going to win it all. I'm picking Incarnate Ward. Okay, fair enough. I like it. I like it. <laughs> oh, man. I, lo I can't wait to see how this plays I out for you it. this week. I can't wait to see how this plays out for you this week. Hey, I only picked two upsets technically, so I mean. Okay, all right. It's not nearly as bad as last week. Right, yeah, yeah. That is true. All right, heading over to NFL then, Tom. Uh, man, I have I have struggled with the NFL this year, but, uh, you know, I, there's still a chance for me to kind of bring it back, and we're going to work on it. 
Although out of everyone still participating, I am in dead last. But we're gonna we're gonna fix this. We're gonna fix this. It's okay. Jake, it's a very tight race though. Jacob, you are on top one fifteen and eighty. Uh, Steve and Ricky both are one fourteen eighty one. Uh, Shane is one thirteen eighty two. Brady one eleven eighty four, and then I'm one oh seven eighty eight. So I am struggling. I'm struggling. But you know what? We're gonna we're gonna figure things out. We're gonna we're gonna get back on track. We're gonna climb our way to the top. We got this. So let's kick things off with Thursday night football, Vegas and the Rams. I did actually see a report that Baker could actually play this game already. Ah, that, that's a quick turnaround, but I did see that report. He's flying to L.A. tonight, and he could potentially play this game, which is wild to me. But all right, whatever. How are we feeling about this one? Both teams are complete and utter garbage. I just want to point that out. Um, 100%. But, I, but Vegas is so, Vegas has, even though I think it's too late, they have seemed to sort of figure something out these last couple of games. The Rams are just done. They're they're just trying to dig in and you know hopefully get that third pick in the NFL draft if they even get a pick. I don't know how the draft goes yet this year, but yeah, give me Vegas. Yeah, I'm going with Vegas too. I think Vegas is the safest pick to my rock with. Baltimore and Pittsburgh, uh, no Lamar. Uh, but Tyler Huntley will be playing, and Pittsburgh is actually a little afraid of that, honestly. How are we feeling about this game? Tyler Huntley lit it up last year when he had to play, honestly. Yeah, I mean, P Pittsburgh's played very well here lately. Uh, yeah. Baltimore really sh – they've struggled as of late, even with Lamar in the lineup. Uh, this one could go either way. I I'm going to take Pittsburgh because they're at home. Yeah, I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin is going to claw – fight, bite, whatever he has to do to get this team to a positive record this year. I'm going to go Baltimore. I'm going to go Baltimore. Did you guys see the video of like one of the reporters trying to get something out of uh, Mike Tomlin and Mike Tomlin told him to shut the fuck up, basically? <laughs> it was so funny, man. Like It was Mike Tomlin. He was walking with something, looking down at it, and the guy said something to Mike, uh, trying to get him to say something, and Mike said, man, shut the fuck up. I'm working. And he just kept going. I'm like, Mike Tomlin, baby. I love him. I saw a lot of people bitching about it in chat and comments and stuff. And, and there was a couple comments just like, everyone's bitching about Mike Tomlin saying this. But meanwhile, pretty much almost every team in the league would love to have Mike Tomlin as their head coach. I'm like, exactly. So you're, you're all right. Next up, Minnesota and Detroit. Is Detroit going to catch? Are they, they going to do the upset here? Last time they played, Detroit lost by only four. Mm, good point. Yeah, and this time they're in Detroit, and Detroit is playing very hot. well. They I are they, hot. They did have, they, and so, um, I, I don't know, to be honest with you. I, I don't know who to pick. I feel like whoever I pick, the other opposite team is going to win. I want Detroit to win. I'll pick Minnesota. I'm picking Detroit. Give me the lines. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the lines. <laughs> Jacksonville, Tennessee. Give me the Titans on this one. Isn't Jacksonville their kryptonite, or is that Indianapolis I'm thinking of? Yeah, it's Indy. Jacksonville is the kryptonite to Indianapolis. Oh, okay, okay. Tennessee I'm, usually beats so. the fuck out of Jacksonville for the most part. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. Uh, Tennessee really needs to rebound this week. Uh, if they don't, that means they're going to be 7-6, and six, and that's that's not necessarily great on any, on any level. But, uh... Yeah, Jacksonville just got obliterated and literally drilled by Detroit. Tennessee got drilled as well by Philly. Um, but I, I think the Titans are a better team. Give, give me Tennessee. 
Titans. The South divisions are so weak this year. Sure. So weak this year. Give me, give me Tennessee. Philly at the Giants. Give me Philly. Yeah, Philly. Uh, Giants are not going to win this game. If this was last week, I would pick the Giants, but mm, the Giants are starting to slip. Give me Philly. Uh, next up, uh, Jets and Buffalo. Give me Buffalo. I, I want to pull the trigger here because this is one of those games that Buffalo should not lose. And one of the things that we talked about, uh, especially at the beginning of the year, is we talked about games that Buffalo should not lose, but they end up losing anyway. Um, the Jets have slipped, though. Give me Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo's played some close games here recently. Real close games. I really want to. Sh- I, mm, mm, give me the Jets. I like it. Also, we did have a question in chat from Becca. She ended up coming back, uh, but I don't really know the question exactly because that was a couple weeks ago. I guess preference on teams. I'm not sure, but she says, "Okay, question for everyone: Fighting Irish or Navy? Navy is playing this weekend's Army, so I'm not I, I'm not 100 sure on the question. So I, I do apologize, Becca, on that. But I'm not 100 sure what you're asking because they did play. I mean, Fighting Irish and they Navy. Other, yeah. yeah, they they played each other, and Notre Dame did catch that dub barely. Um, you know, uh, Notre Dame, you know, Navy fought very well. Uh, you know, Beck, are you a Notre Dame fan? Because I saw you also mentioned Notre Dame earlier on in the show. But, yeah, I just I don't really know the question you're asking. I would say I would say fighting Irish in that case between the two of them. Unless they're you know, they're not set for a bowl game. I mean, does Navy play bowl games? <laughs> Dumb question, but do they play bowl games? They do if they, if they do if they qualify. Okay, are they on a bowl schedule? Who's Notre Dame playing in the bowls? Am I, am I missing something here? Maybe only has four wins this year. They're not below. Oh, that's true. That's true. Oh, who do you like more? Who do you like? She is. Okay. She is an Irish fan. Okay. Question makes more sense. Yeah. Give me another name over those two. Although. Absolutely. Although, uh, Becca, I'm so sorry. I know you're new to the channel and I appreciate you so much for stopping by the shows, but I do think Notre Dame is overrated as shit. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I'm just being very transparent. I'm, I'm being very honest, telling how I feel, but I do think they are very overrated, but I think they're on the right path. With Marcus Freeman and how they've turned this program around this year from the disastrous start, I think Notre Dame, I think they're going to prove me wrong in the overrated category here soon, but we'll see. Back to NFL predictions here. Cleveland and Cincinnati. Give me Cincy. They have gotten hot at the right time, and I'm here for it. Yeah, give, give me Cincinnati. I'm, I'm going to take them as well. It's been five years in a row, except for last year, uh, that this, this series is usually split with the away team winning. Last year, Cleveland won both games. Not happening this year. <laughs> Taking Cincy. Houston and Dallas, Dallas. Yeah. Bye week. Move, move on. <laughs> I hope they don't give me another heart attack. Oh, KC at Denver. KC, move on. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Tampa Bay at San Fran, though. Are you going to, are you, is Brock Purdy going to do it? Is he going to pull it off? Is this team going to get it done? Or is it you giving me Tom Brady being Tom Brady? Brock Purdy what? is not better than Tom Brady. Tampa Bay is winning this one. <laughs> the only thing, though, is is that they don't score very much. Tampa Bay does not score. San Francisco knows how to score. Tampa Bay does have a very, very good defense, but so does San Francisco. So it's going to come down to, well, who can score more off the defense? And... um. Shit, give me Tampa Bay. Steve says the Texans are going to get the dub. Dak's throwing three picks. Who said that? <laughs> Steve, your best friend. 
Jesus. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with San Fran. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put my faith in Brock Purdy. Mr. Irrelevant is going to get this dub against the former sixth-round draft pick, Tom Brady. Uh, next up, Carolina at Seattle. Give me Seattle and Geno Smith. He's been playing white hot recently, and I love it. Yeah, yeah, give me Seattle. Same reasons. I thought Seattle. Yeah, they're one in. They're one in two in the last three games. I know, but Geno's still playing well, though. He's got more TDs in, uh, in the past couple games, and Russell's got like all year. <laughs> the, the comparison <laughs> between those two is all over Twitter every day. <laughs> right, you can you convince me, Seattle. There you go. Geno Smith, comeback player of the year. Steve says I I could jump on that bandwagon. There's there's a couple players that are worthy of that. And I, that is one that I could jump onto. Uh, next up, Miami and the Chargers. Give me the Dolphins here. They're going to bounce back after that, that that loss, and I, I love it. Like I said earlier, L.A., I'm a fan of a 6-6 six six team. is about to be 6-7, and seven, and unfortunately, you're going to be 6-7 and seven through 13 games as well. Give me Miami. Yep. But this is the type of game, though, that the Chargers aren't supposed to win, but they will win. I like taking, it. I'm taking L.A. And then a crappy Monday night football game. New England and Arizona. Beck, I respect um, that pick. We've all been very high on the Chargers. We we all we're we all like the Chargers here. I respect that pick. So, this is a toss up. New England's only favored yeah. by one. Yeah, but yeah. It's tough. Arizona, Both teams have struggled. Just, Arizona just Ducks, I, I'm going to go with New team. England because I want to continue to stay true that I think Cliff Kingsbury is going to get fired, even though he just signed an extension. I mean, it would keep you know it would keep the NFE East a little more interesting. I'm sorry, the AFC, AFC yeah, it, a little bit more interesting. Yeah, I, I'll take uh, I'll take the Patriots. Love it. Yeah, I will have to agree with you guys. Okay, love it, love it. All right, so that does actually wrap it up for our picks. Wrapping up early. Let's go. Um, before, I guess the only, the last thing in terms of predictions, I'll leave the music on for this just because I like the music. Uh, Steve was wanting to know our Super Bowl prediction at this point and a Dark Horse winner. Oh, he's, he's busting out some, some information. Let's see what we wrote down weeks ago. I'm kind of curious. I don't remember, no. honestly. Oh, weeks ago. <laughs> I already, I'm still sticking with what I said. I said Buffalo's going to beat the Cowboys. I hate to say that, but yes, but I said Buffalo's going to beat the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. Okay. I'm still going to stick with that. Um, I know I know Philly is pretty good, but let's just face it. Philly has faced a very, very weak schedule uh, this year, and so I'm just, I'm just, yeah. Hmm. Alex, you yeah, sticking I'm, with your prediction? What was mine, Buffalo and Philly? If Philly winning it. Buffalo and Philly, Philly winning it. Yes, I'm sticking with that with that prediction, but I will also throw in terms – I'm not going to call them like a true dark horse because they're very much in the thick of things, but I'm going to say for AFC representative, it's going to be Buffalo or KC still. I know it seems like a basic answer, but this KC team is a team that still knows how to get hot at the right time. They still know how to flip the switch, as we've seen them do for like four years. So – Buffalo, Philly, Philly winning it all. I like this Philly team a lot. KC being the, the other team that I think could be that potential dark horse. And you know what? You know what? I'll give. I'll, I'll jerk you guys off a little bit. Dallas is going to be another uh, dark horse team for me. <laughs> there you go. I said it. 
I got Dallas uh, potentially going to the Super Bowl. I never thought that would happen. Jane has the Bengals versus the Eagles with the Eagles going, uh, winning. Okay. I am definitely changing mine because I have the Titans versus the Eagles. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I am definitely changing my AFC answer to the Bengals at this point. Just oh. Because of how mirrored they are compared to last year. Right. Um, Steve also throws out for his dark horse Miami. I respect that. I'm going to add that to my dark horse. That That's my number. That's my true dark horse is Miami. Because Chiefs, you kind of expect it. Dallas at this point, you kind of expect it. I, I'm going to side with Steve on that one. Miami is a true dark horse. As far as my dark horses go, true one that I would think is Tampa Bay. And the one that could happen that I, I could I could I could see and it would be crazy is Detroit oh, oh my put that on your board <laughs> <laughs> all right Ricky what about you let's hear it. oh Ricky let's already said it, Ricky. his Ricky already said his I'm sorry you said you were sticking with yours my I fault my I, bad I, 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 I'm sticking with mine, but I, I didn't say my dark okay. my dark horse things. I, I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> um, it's brand Jacob, new lines, Jacob. baby. <laughs> Jacob, my man. I love it. I love yeah, that. I want you to understand something. Here's my reasoning. Here's my reason. Let me give you my reasoning first, okay? Yes, they play the Vikings this week. But other than that, their final three games are should be wins for them. In the final four games, Jets, Panthers, Bears, Packers. So they can make the playoffs, and if they make the playoffs, yes. I, I I I guarantee you they will at least make it past the first round. Jacob, I want to explain something to you, my friend. The Detroit Lions are the Vanderbilt Commodores of the NFL. <laughs> it's not gonna happen, man. Which it's makes just, sense of why I'm rooting for them. Happen. Exactly. Like I rooted for my Vanderbilt Commodores. I mean, I I get that. I I wholeheartedly get that, and I am I, I applaud that. I really do. If the Detroit Lions, if the Detroit Lions get past the first round, I will wear. I will find somehow, some way. I will find an Ohio State jersey, and I will wear it for every episode in college football next season. Woo! That's how Put that on the board. Put that on the board. Put that on. You can put it on the board. You can write it down. You can take a picture. And if it does happen, Alex can replay this moment. I love it's it. It's not going to happen, man. I it's love the, it. Something's going to go wrong in Detroit. For them Just watch. Watch, them watch it all start to go the Lions way, Ricky. You're going to be sweating bullets. I'll be sweating quite a bit. They are, only, they are only two games out from making it in as a wild card. They are the top team right now outside of the playoff contention. And it's Washington sitting at eight. The NFC East is going to end up smacking each other around. Great. Washington's going to lose some more. And outside of this week, I think Detroit's going to win out. They could win out completely. If if Detroit wins this weekend's game against the Vikings, book it. Put it on the board for me. Lions will go to the playoffs. 
I mean, you can, you can, you can. You can go ahead and write it down now that I said if the Lions beat the Vikings this weekend, I'm predicting the Lions are making the playoffs. You can go ahead and put that on the board for me. Let's get it. (laughs) I'm all about the Lions right now. Hey, and you know what? If you want to go ahead and find me an Ohio State jersey somewhere, you know, you know, by all means, try to find me an Ohio State jersey somewhere. We can, we can start with that, and you can flirt with that idea. And then I'll even let you, I'll even let you hold the jersey up right in front of the camera for the entire world of the ATFS fan base to see hey, the you know, jersey you, that I'm going to wear ne- next year. If if the Detroit Lions not only make the playoffs, but when the but first they can round. pass the first round of the playoffs. Oh, so you don't you don't want me to tell you who 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 I would get for you? What do you want me to tell you? Me? Just tell oh, me. Is it who I think it is? Troy Smith. I knew it. <laughs> 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 I love it. I love it. Speaking of all this jersey talk, make sure you go pick up our jerseys over at Agent Inc. Link down in the description below. You can get one for every show. Ricky is done, which we are we are done, boys. We we made we made it in. We made through our picks. Ricky is heated. He is he is out of here. He is done with this show for the day. <laughs> yep, he's gone. All right, yeah, Ricky's gone. That was that was his line. He said, "All right, I'm out. I'm done. No more." Oh man, that was great! Thank you for that. I hope this happens now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hope for it every single night, every <laughs> single night. I'm gonna be hoping for this. Oh man. No, I mean we have reached the end of the show though. So hopefully Ricky has a wonderful rest of his evening uh, with his family. And uh, yeah, I can't think of anything else. Can you, you got anything else to throw out there? No, that's that's pretty much it. All right, we've we've, we've hit everything. I'm gonna hit our actual outro music. And uh, like I said just now, make sure to hit up some jerseys, ATFS jersey, Animan Plus jersey, Sparky 3 jersey, Gamesthetic jersey, all at Agent Inc. Link down in the description below. We'd really appreciate that support. I love Agent Inc., man. These guys are awesome. Such a nice community that we're in. You know, I'm in their Discord. I see it all the time. Great community. I love being part of Agent Inc., being partnered with them with these awesome jerseys. Make sure also get some Rogue Energy Use our referral link down below. You can use promo code SPARKY3 to get 10% off. But even if you don't want to use our promo code, because maybe there's a 20% going on right now, that's fine. That's cool. I get it. I get it. Still use our referral link. Our referral link helps us more than the promo code, if we're going to be completely honest. <laughs> it really does. It really does. All right, Steve. Uh, see you at the Game Awards. Thank you. Thanks. I'm looking forward to hoping you're going to be stopping by for the Game Awards on Thursday. Uh, if you're listening to this right now, uh, GameStatic will be live on Thursday. What was that? The 8th? Yes, Thursday the 8th. For the Game Awards, really for the first time ever. First time ever we've done the Game Awards because the first year, we weren't even GameStatic then, and there was a whole situation that we, we I did live stream it for my personal Twitch at the time, along with Zach, who wasn't even part of the show yet. And then last year, we just flat out didn't do it because I was sick and could not talk. My voice was gone, and John also got sick where he couldn't talk. So we left Zach out high and dry, and we couldn't do it. But all signs point that the show's happening, GameStatic on Thursday, and then Animan Plus, which started its live shows, will be live on Saturday in GameStatic Plus. They're doing a little swap this week, and next week they'll both be back to their respective schedules off Thursdays and Saturday. And uh, I'm looking forward to uh, hearing a couple weeks. You know, don't have much football this weekend outside of pro. Going to be some good pro ball, though. That's the main thing. But then the week after that, baby, we got bowl time, which, you know, we have our bowl mania. You can join for free. It's down in the description. Join the Discord. You can come chat with us just like Steve did. Uh, not Steve. Just like Chad did. You know, come chat with us about whatever you want to talk about. Chad will be back here soon to go to blow with you, depending on how that game plays out. <laughs> it's going to be that's gonna be spicy. The song is ending, so I'm trying to prolong this just a little bit. All right, song kicked back up. Good, good, good. 
Um, but yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all the main points. So I, th I think with all that said, we can actually really, really wrap up the show now. So let me get my finger ready to hit intro here. All right, here we go. All right, ready, Jacob? You, re you ready? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. With all that said, thank you so much for listening to A Terrible Football ter show. show. Nailed it. Maybe I can nail the end. There we go. <laughs>